everyone, this is Diana from the Sensory Toolbox. As Halloween approaches, I know that this can be a very stressful time for anyone, let alone if you have a kid with autism or ADHD or other sensory processing issues. So I wanted to give you a couple tips that can help you have a more sensory-friendly Halloween so you can actually enjoy the holiday instead of stressing the entire time. So today I'm going to read a blog post I wrote about Halloween and how you can make it a little bit more manageable when you're also dealing with sensory issues. To read the full blog post, go on over to www.thesensorytoolbox.com and feel free to read along. Here we go. Halloween Tips for Your Child with Autism or Sensory Processing Disorder Trick-or-treating at Halloween can become stickier than a pile of melted, fun-sized Snickers bars when you have a child with sensory issues. The crowds, noises, costumes, and smells can be a lot to handle, not to mention the constant pressure of social interactions while going door-to-door asking for candy. If dealing with SPD, autism, or ADHD is your biggest concern this Halloween, here are some tips to make it a fun day for you and your child. 1. Practice your trick-or-treating route beforehand. Knowing the day's expectations ahead of time can be a huge stress reliever for your child. Sit the family down and discuss all of the planned-upon events of the day, and get your child's input. Once you have an agreed-upon agenda, take a practice run. While this is time-consuming, allowing your child to see the environments they will be exposed to on Halloween will help them mentally prepare for the day. Remember that Halloween is a chaotic and confusing time. Not only are there unusual crowds and surprises, but the multitude of costumes presents extra confusion and rarity to a new situation. Especially when dealing with a child with autism who takes social situations in a literal manner, be aware that the costumes and fantasy involved with Halloween may be off-putting. Walk around the neighborhood with your child and familiarize them with the houses they will be walking up to. If you are personable with your neighbors, remind your child of who lives in each house and recount positive interactions you've had with them in the past. This is also a great chance for role play. Talk with your child about how trick-or-treating works and practice a script they can follow as they go door-to-door. Leaving as much unpredictability out of the social part of trick-or-treating as possible will go far in alleviating your child's unease of interacting with so many people on Halloween. Number two. Have a backup costume on hand. You may know that your child doesn't like scratchy sleeves, reflective fabrics, claustrophobic masks, or pant seams. Yet, your child begged you to be a Power Ranger this year, and you had no choice but to give in. When that Power Ranger costume becomes inevitably aggravating and temper tantrum worthy, be sure to have a backup to turn to. This could be as simple as making up a magical story surrounding your child's favorite hoodie and sweatpants, or pretending that a set of noise-canceling headphones is an FBI secret agent communication system. Get creative with everyday clothing and objects that make your child relaxed and turn them into fabulous Halloween costumes. Number three, incorporate a comfort item into your child's costume. The last tip leads us perfectly into the next. If your child has a comfort item, such as a stuffed animal or a blanket, be creative about working it into your child's costume. Maybe your child is a circus ringmaster and their favorite stuffed tiger is a part of the show. 
Maybe your child's favorite blanket suddenly turns into a superhero cape on Halloween night. By being creative about turning your child's comfort item into an element of their costume, you're allowing them to be more relaxed, while also relieving them of the shyness they may feel about carrying this object around with them otherwise. The value of having this comfort item at hand should not be understated. Given the busyness of trick-or-treating and the social pressures of approaching numerous doors, your child may crave the familiarity and comfort of their favorite item, and this can make a huge difference in having a successful Halloween. Number four, allow for a few social passes. If trick-or-treating is a part of your routine, Halloween is a holiday that carries with it a large degree of social pressure. Walking door-to-door for hours, talking to strangers, and asking them for candy is a large social undertaking for any child, let alone a child with autism or SPD. In many ways, trick-or-treating is a great opportunity to practice the social skills you've already been working on with your child. Maybe you're trying to improve skills around eye contact when greeting people, or saying thank you and goodbye when a conversation is over. Use your trick-or-treating neighborhood as a social classroom, giving your child opportunities to become more comfortable with their social abilities. That being said, interacting with so many strangers can create a lot of social anxiety for your child. While it's beneficial to use trick-or-treating as an opportunity to work on social skills, realize that your child may need time away from the social world. Prior to the day, agree upon a signal between you and your child that alerts you to their need for a break. When you see the signal, maybe you take charge of interacting with the people at the next house you visit, or you take a break by the curb and count candy. Decide what would be a good social pass for your child and be sure to honor it. While it's important that your child be challenged to explore new social situations, it's also important that they can trust you to honor their needs for relief from that as well. So that's it, everyone. I hope these tips will help you and your child have a fun and safe Halloween this year. To see the post in person, visit www.thesensorytoolbox.com, where you can also get a free guide that will help you build your own sensory toolbox for your child that you can use year-round. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a part of the Sensory Toolbox community.